0: Welcome to the archive section. These are some of the first shows that I ever did as a podcaster. And back then, I was so new. I just had a phone. I had zero idea what I was doing. But I decided to jump in with both feet, start my own podcast. And as you will see through this archive section, I start off a little rough. But as the episodes go on, you can tell... I started to get a little more confident, started to gain a footing, and it kind of is a really cool way for me to come back, listen to these episodes, just to see where it all started for me, and how I got better as I went along. So I decided, instead of deleting all these old episodes, why not put them in an archive section, so even you guys can check them out, and just, you know, have a great time listening to some of these older episodes, and... Don't forget, though, to start checking out the newer stuff that I'm posting, because I am going to be posting often, and I have some amazing guests that I interview in these upcoming shows. We talk about so many different important topics, so I hope that you check out uh, my channel often, because I will be uploading a lot of great stuff. So thank you guys for all your support, and please enjoy this archive section. well welcome everybody here to Crip Rick, I've been thinking yes we're back here again and I'm basically doing here an episode three redo because back uh, trying to do a little bit of editing on episode three and I managed to delete it you know because I'm a stupid fuck and don't know what I'm doing half the time but deleted episode three which we were talking about cell phones and modern technology and stuff so we're gonna be doing we're gonna be calling this episode three a redo that's what this is gonna be because it's gotta be it was a great episode too i really enjoyed that one i thought it was my best episode and uh leave it to me to go ahead and delete it but that's okay we can call this episode three talk about some of the same subjects and make it a redo why not i'm just learning how like i said i'm learning here how to do this so there's going to be mistakes along the way but why cry over spilled milk you know, if somebody gives you a little bit of uh, lem- uh, lemons, you make some lemonade. But, so we're going to go ahead and do an episode 3 redo. I want to welcome everybody here to my cemetery. Where we come here basically for uh, fear and deception and dishonesty to die and truth. And uh, honesty to be born. That's what we do. We come here. And that's why I call this my cemetery. So pull up a tombstone and let's go ahead and do a little chatting about things that I've been on my mind. But to start off this, I'm not just going to go right into my topic. I just want to say that today was actually a pretty boring day. I was sitting there surfing around on Netflix, checking things out, and saw, which really surprised me. I, I saw that I was going through the different categories and I saw the movie Jaws. And saw that on Netflix, uh, at least here in Canada, which I know is a little different than the US one, that uh, they had all the Jaws episodes. You know, so Jaws 1, Jaws 2, Jaws 3D, and then Jaws 4, The Revenge. And I thought, I'm going to put on Jaws. Like, I probably have not seen Jaws. It has to be 15 years. And I know people are saying, how the fuck have you not seen Jaws in 15 years? But I haven't, to be honest. And... Oh, one sec here let me just fire up the old joint here like I said gotta lube up the old fucking think uh think box but as I said I haven't seen it in at least 10 or 15 years it's definitely over 10 years I haven't seen it so I thought I'm gonna throw this bad boy on and I remember back when I was I'm sure all any of the older people listening to this will remember Back when you were a kid, putting the first time you saw that movie Jaws, it scared the ever-living shit out of you. I mean, oh my god, I, I remember after seeing that movie, I don't think... I still to this day don't think I can go swimming, or could go swimming in a lake or an ocean and not think of that fucking movie. That movie, I think, single-handedly destroyed more fucking swimmers... And cause more sleepless nights for people than any movie that maybe The Exorcist might be up there with it, you know, for as a matter of, you know, for keeping people scared. But that Jaws movie, that was a fucking phenomenal when that thing came out. Here was a movie that from the start was riddled with problems. The shark didn't fucking work. The shark, you know, and then you got a movie where you don't, if you watch Jaws 1, you don't even actually really see the shark. In full to almost an hour in. Like you'll see little clips of Finn here. Fucking little glimpse of a body here. But you don't see the full shark almost till over an hour in the movie. Which just proves that that's amazing fucking like directing and cinematography. Or whatever the hell that fucking word is. (laughs) You know and that's just amazing that you can have a movie about a killer shark. Where you don't even see the fucking antagonist of the movie for the first hour you don't even see this shark, and you know, it's just amazing, I mean, there was, and then I saw Jaws 2, and well, I basically marathoned it, you know, not straight, straight through, I watched, I think, the first two, and then took a little break, and then watched, and watched the other ones, and Jaws 2 wasn't too bad, you know, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll bite it, you know, I'll bite it, with no pun intended, and go and check it out. See, you know, and it's basically the same shit, different pile. But by Jaws three, it was just getting god awful. Like, I mean, I saw it when I watched Jaws three and Jaws for the revenge, it was just awful. I mean, how many times can a fucking shark come and antagonize one family? Like, the guy's got, you know, like this shark's got a fucking uh, a tracker on this family, and you know? all like I'm gonna follow this bitch around and torment her. And if not, my relatives are. <laughs> but anyways. That was just my little thing to let you guys know what I was basically doing today and listening to a bit of music. And I'm definitely looking forward in some of my episodes to start talking about music uh, and the healing power of it because for the longest time, for years, I, I mean, when I was growing up, as I told you this is in my first episode, music was a huge part of my, of, of my teens. Uh, from the moment I got up, Uh, there was music on and it's it it got me through a lot of I, I find it so amazing but I really don't in a lot of ways that how music can really help people you know certain music you connect to with me it was always the more heavy metal side of it and the 80s metal side of it I wasn't you know Uh, into the, like, the pop stuff, and the Michael Jackson, and Dire Straits, and all that shit, that wasn't kind of my bag of tea, though, now, I do like a lot of that pop music from that day, like, Michael Jackson, you know, he was a bad motherfucker, you know, and I, I, I look back, and I listen to his music now, and I'm just like, wow, like, the guy did have some serious fucking talent, you know, and guys like Prince and that, I can respect those artists now, but back, you know, I remember when I was a teenager, you know, you didn't talk around your friends about that kind of shit, you know, that was just forbidden to talk about that, so you basically, that's what I was raised on, was a wicked dose of heavy metal, and I remember it got me through all kinds of different emotions and things going on in my life, and once I got my disease and really got ill with it, and the, uh, the you know the pain really kicked in. I for some strange reason I seem to have uh, dropped uh, music in my life. I don't know why I did that. I don't know why I just I just stopped listening. And it wasn't till I got back into tattooing a few years ago that you know what do you do when you're tattooing? You know either I can sit there and listen to my clients' fucking stories, which you know no offense to my clients, I love yous all, but you know, you guys got to get some good stories to tell me. You started hearing the same stories over again. So I thought, hey, what a great way to fucking uh, get around that and put some music on that we both, you know, listen to some music. That's what you do at a tattoo shop. At least any tattoo shop that I've ever been at that I liked, they had some cool fucking music in the background. And plus it helps distract you from the pain that you're receiving from them. <laughs> so I totally, you know, got into music again. And I just, I realized that there was a huge part of me that was missing that. I was missing the music part in my life. And what's really funny is. When I met my wife that I have. You know she was in the music. Back you know when we first met in our early 20's. Like she was a singer. She sang. She still sings amazing. Uh But she was into the same kind of music I was. You know well some of it. She like did like you know bands like Judas Priest. And a couple other heavy bands. But she was more lenient on more alternative music. Like Yes and uh bands like that, like, which I didn't get into, you know, we did not agree on that music at all, but, you know, she did like some heavy metal, so we did have a common ground. And, it was amazing, you know, we both, and then, for some reason, like I said, we stopped listening to music. I Like, my wife is definitely, now, because she's having to ride the bus a lot, you know, she's out a lot, she's got her headphones, so she's definitely into the music a lot more. And, as soon as I got my cell phone, and I could download music, and play it while I was tattooing I just realized the huge gap in my life that I had that I there was no music it was like music died in me for the longest time and I don't know why I can't explain it but I got back into it I downloaded all of the f- albums that I f- remember you know on my phone app I downloaded all the albums that were major influences and meant something to me and that's where it started i downloaded the the uh all the iron maiden albums which were huge when i was growing up all the metallica albums the judas priest albums the black sabbath albums the kiss albums it was like I, i was consuming music at such a rate that it was incredible and then not only did I have to get all the old music that I want, that I knew, I had to start learning about all the like the new music that was out there, because there's new music. That, you know, music went on, you know. But I'm saying I, I also too agree that you know the music and the, at least the hard rocks and heavy metal scene over the last years has been quite shitty to me. Like from what I've heard, I'm sure there's bands out there I haven't heard of yet, but and they are good. But at least what I've heard, except. The one band that my wife, you know, she went to a concert, came brought back and brought me a Hailstorm CD. Never heard of them up till then. She's like, you got to listen to this fucking bitch, man. This woman can wail. You know, this chick can sing. And I was like, all right. And, you know, and I threw the CD in and she was amazing. Like, I mean, this woman, to say that she can sing is such a disrespect. This woman can sing almost any style, anything. And... Now, needs to say, I'm a huge Hailstorm fan, tattooed to that music all the time, actually going to see the band live in a couple months, and that's going to be amazing, looking forward to that. Uh, it's just amazing, I mean, I can't, and I've already seen a, uh, another con I went and saw a few months back in the summer, I saw Sebastian Bach which anyone in the heavy metal scene or that, you know, from my time in the 80s and early 90s, and still do now, he's still releasing music, to be honest, knows that that was the lead singer of Skid Row. And we went to a bar that, you know, he came to a local bar, wife got me tickets, we both went, and it was fucking amazing. That dude, that dude, to me, is the epitome of rock and roll. I don't know any musician that I like, that I like, that loves heavy metal and music in general more than that That guy, like Sebastian Bach is still a kid at heart he still reminds me of how I was when I was 16 or 17 years old he's totally in it for the love of the music, he don't give a fuck what people think about him he don't give a fuck what people think about his music he just does it because he loves it and he kicked some serious ass on fucking stage that night I was totally shocked I was, um, t- I was blown away And even my wife, who's not a huge Skid Row fan, couldn't say that it sucked. Like, she was like, you know, it's not really my thing right now, but it's definitely, he can, that man can fucking sing. Like, he has a, and he has a presence on stage that is unmistakable. You just, he's so, he's so professional. And he's also one tall motherfucker. That was another thing that I never realized about Sebastian Bach. When you see him on a video or on TV, it just... You do not get any concept of how tall this motherfucker is. He's got to be like 6'5 or something. And he's a huge presence when he walks into a room and onto that stage. It was amazing. I loved it. And it was a great evening. So I'm going back to concerts now. Downloading lots of music. Listening to lots of music. And it's amazing. I wish I would have never stopped. And like I said, I don't understand why I stopped. But I did. But the most important thing is... I'm back in the saddle and I'm listening to music again. And starting to find that I'm actually liking a lot of... Oh, sorry. Real professional. But anyways, sorry about that, guys. But as I was saying, i uh definitely starting to appreciate some of the music that I didn't really like back when I was younger. And listening to some of it, I want to try to give everything a chance again because, you're t- you know, things change over time. So I thought I'm going to go back and listen to some of the music that I didn't really like back when I was younger and see what I think of it now. And a lot of it I'm really finding enjoyable. It's kind of cool. It's like a whole new experience. But anyways, just want to actually, you know, bring up the subject that we, you know, I so skillfully deleted off episode three. That really pisses me off. God, that was a, to me, that was a good episode. I tried a little bit of sound effects, and they, like I did today, they probably sound like shit to you guys, as I was saying, you know, in every episode, I'm definitely learning as I go, the technology, the, the equipment I'm using is not high tech by any fucking stretch of the word, but maybe you guys want it real, maybe you guys don't want to produce the shit, you know, and overproduced, and somebody with all these fancy gadgets and sound effects, and maybe you guys just want somebody talking one-on-one with you, talking real, being 100 with everyone, about me, about what I, things I think, and the last uh, podcast, if you did listen to it, and I did have actually like three listeners, so woo, three listeners, man, I'm rocking now, probably know all three of them, but you know, if anyone that, uh, please, the people that did listen to this, please tell your friends about it, have them come and check it out. I want to build this up, as I keep saying in every episode, I want to start getting more interactive, I want people to start leaving me messages here on the Anchor Podcast, their comments, their questions, or you can email me, cryptricktattoos at yahoo.com, or you can see me on Instagram under cryptrick, and send me a message that way, you can find me on Facebook, Crypt Rick Tattoos. I tell you it's hard to figure out, I can see that, and leave me a message there leave me your comments any questions you have and I will address them on my uh a future episode I just want to let you guys know that I want to be more interactive start doing more interviews and that but I gotta get some followers I gotta get a few people listening which I have a few now but I'm hoping to get a lot more I want and I'm gonna try to keep this as organic as possible and not all the you know bells and whistles I think that people just want somebody to listen to and who may have similar thoughts to them. And as I was saying earlier, before I got on another little uh, advertising rant there of myself, that in episode three I was talking about an experience I had a few days back when I went to the mall and went to the food court, got myself a coffee, and I sat down. And I noticed something strange when I was in the mall and at the food court. When I was younger... Because I fucking hate malls now. So I never go to them. It's been years since I actually spent a lot of time in a mall. If I do have to go, it's usually to buy something I need. And I'm the fuck out of there. I don't want to sit around. I don't like crowds of people like that. I just, it's never been me. I think when I was in my teens, I went and hung out the mall. Remember when you were a teenager, for the people around my age, you'd go sit and hang out the mall all fucking day. That's when you could smoke in the food court. You could actually smoke walking around the mall. You couldn't go in the mall, like a store with a cigarette, but you could actually walk around the mall. Nobody that's an older, like a younger generation that's listening, this is going to fucking believe me, but you could actually walk around the mall holding a cigarette, smoking, they had ashtrays around. You You couldn't go into the store with it, or you could sit in the food court and smoke. And I did that once when I was in my teens, I went there and hung out for like five or six hours, and it was the most horrendous fucking time of my life, I was so fucking bored after like the first hour, and I just said, I don't care if all my friends are doing this every fucking evening or every weekend, I am not coming back just to hang out at a fucking mall, but at least back when I was younger, there was buzz going on in the food court and that. You could hear people chit-chatting and there was a buzz in the air and that. When I sat down a few days ago in the in the food court, other than, you know, the normal commotion noise of people walking around, pushing buggies and shit, there was like a silence. There was like a fuck. it was like quiet. And that was the first thing that brought came to my attention. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And so I look up and I notice that almost probably 80 or 85 percent of the people in that fucking food court were on their cell phones and doing something on their cell phones there was people in groups nobody was talking like nobody was having a conversation everybody was on their fucking cell phones and I don't know if I went there on a bad day or something where this was just uncommon but I'm speaking from what I see and I saw firsthand and I I even remember there there was a table next to me and there was four younger girls probably like in high school age sitting there and they were giggling like hee 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 you know he he, I can't believe oh my god, I can't believe you just said that to me. I can't believe you text me that and they I was like, What the fuck? They're not even talking they're texting each other. So you know in those little booths where you you know, you sit at a food court and there you can sit four people, so you got two you know, across from each other. They weren't even talking to each other. They were fucking sitting there giggling about what they were texting each other. And I was just, that blew my fucking mind. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe it. I can't believe that there's four people sitting together at the same table. And they're not talking, they're texting each other. And I don't know. I don't know if this is a generational thing. I don't know if this is, it's obviously a technology thing. But I was just totally shocked, and then I thought, I'm going to look around and kind of scope this situation out. And that's when I did notice that everybody was on fucking cell phones. Almost everybody. Sorry about the snivels, guys. I got a cold here, but hey, we're working through it. But as I was saying, like, almost everybody. There was a couple older people there that were actually sitting there talking and having a conversation But, you know, all definitely the younger generation and a lot of even people around my age, they they were all on their fucking cell phones. Even if they were sitting by themselves, which I kind of understand. If you're sitting there by yourself, having a coffee, having something to eat, you could surf your phone and that. But I was shocked at the amount of people that were in groups that were on cell phones. And, I mean, if this is what technology is bringing us, these smartphones, they can fucking have it. They can keep it. And I mean, I know what you're saying, people. You know, I'm sure you have a cell phone, Rick. Yeah, I do. And I'm as guilty as anyone at one time being glued to that phone and, you know, not paying attention if I was around people. I was as guilty as an ex-person. But in my defense, I've actually woke up from that. Because I've been over at friends' houses. I'll go visit a friend. You know, and you walk in, you sit down, you have a coffee, you're talking to them, and everything's good. And then all of a sudden it gets quiet, you know, as the conversation dies down. And you look around, if there's a group of people at your friend's house, and everybody's on their fucking phones. Everybody's on their phones. I tattoo people. They don't even talk to me. They fucking sit there on their phones. And it just, it blows my mind. You gotta remember, guys. I'm from a generation... Where you know you used to, if you had to make a phone call to somebody that was out of your city, you had to pay fucking long distance charges. You'd have to call that person if they lived in the next town or the next city and pay some astronomical fucking phone charge just to talk to them. And you paid by the minute. You paid by the minute. It could be like fucking ten cents. Could be depending on the distance. It could be a dollar. My mom called Germany once. It cost her like five dollars a minute. It was fucking crazy. You get you younger generation have no idea. I also remember back when I was younger that you had to write notes. You could write letters. on. God forbid a young person now fucking, they can't even, half of them can't even fucking write. I know that because I've watched younger generation, you know, the younger kids try to write on paper and shit. and They can't. Their writing is fucking atro- atrocious, most of them. They can't write. They can't fucking barely spell. And that's because of these goddamn smart devices. Nobody has these basic skills anymore. And if they can't write, oh God, fuck, I'd hate to see what their math is like because now when you're selling so smart devices, you've got a calculator. You don't even really have to know basic math anymore. So you can't tell me that these devices aren't dumbing people down. And when I tell the people, you know, the younger people I know that I used to date a girl that lived out of town and I would handwrite letters to her and have to go to the fucking mailbox and go to the post office and stick a stamp on it and mail it and she would get the letter a week or two later, that blows their fucking mind. They can't. They they have no they have no concept of that. That you know, this generation, and I'm as guilty as anyone liking the results. It's instant gratification, instant. You know, fucking right away. Download a video, boom. Fucking download a song, boom. It's there. Download a fucking uh, go on YouTube, watch it whatever you want, boom. It's there. It wasn't like that when I was younger, and I feel at times like I'm a stranger in a strange land. I really do. That's a great fucking Iron Maiden song, by the way, off uh, There's Somewhere in Time album. So you want to check that out if you're an Iron Maiden fan. But if you are, then you know what I'm talking about. Kick-ass song. And very, uh, you know, it's almost like they know, knew what was coming to me because that's how I feel at times with this new technology. And a lot of the times I don't think that, you know, people say, well, the technology, is, is, you know, it's uh, advancing us i don't see it that way at all at least in the uh situations that i've been in don't see it at all i mean these smart devices are not making people more technical technology smart with technical smart whatever the fuck you want to call it and i know this because when it comes to this podcast i've asked so many people if they could help me because i want to bring this podcast to youtube and i have the equipment i have the camera i got the tripod and all that shit got the laptop But I need help, you know, with the technical side of it, setting it all up, getting it to work, working out the bugs, and somebody to teach me how to do it myself. And nobody fucking knows. Not even, I thought it was maybe just because I was asking older people. And I found that the older generation, people around my age, know more about computers, actual hard computers, than the younger generation. And at first I found that really weird. And I couldn't understand it. Till... I realize that they're all hooked on these fucking tablets and cell phones. Which, you know, they're not... They're great devices. If you want to do research on them, I get it. I love it. I watch tons of documentaries, as you guys are going to learn, because I'm going to probably talk about a lot of them. And I watch a lot of lectures, So and I read a lot of uh, papers online and do a lot of research. So I get it. As a research tool, you can't fucking beat it. You can't beat it. it never in human history as mankind had so much information at their fingertips never and what do nine you know half the population do they fucking take advantage of that of course not they'd rather play fucking pokemon go they'd rather play candy crush they'd rather play all these fucking games and apps to me i find that such a waste now do i play the odd game for 10 or 20 minutes to in between my research and my uh reading stuff, of course I do. I mean, if you didn't take a few minutes to let your brain fucking turn to jello and do a little mental masturbation, your fucking head would explode off your shoulders. That's just the way it is. You need that little downtime. So, of course, I'll play the odd little app on my phone. I'm not saying that there's a bad thing with that. But when that's all you fucking do, like some of these people... They all that's all they do is game all day and they they're on their phone all day. They're on fa- and that's another thing You're on Facebook all day. How the fuck anybody can sit on Facebook all day? I don't know. You got to be one lonely motherfucker to sit there and just keep tabs on people on Facebook. I don't get it. It's got to be a generational thing. And I feel sorry for the younger generation because back at least back when I was younger, you had some privacy. You know, not everybody had a fucking camera like they do now. Not everybody could fucking take a picture and put it online for everybody to see in a matter of minutes. Back when I was younger, God, how I miss those days when I talk about them. I sound like I'm a thousand years old, you know, and that's the thing that's crazy is that this technology has changed so fast. I'm only 47 years old and it seems like, you know, a hundred years has went by technology wise. It's come, it's went so fast. And I don't think that anybody's really thought about what the what the ramifications to all of this technology is going to be down the road to the younger generation. You know, this instant gratification. And uh, I saw a documentary which is going to was supposed to be this podcast. I was going to be talking about bullying and the internet and Facebook and you know different uh, social media platforms and what bullying is turned into, which is gonna blow your fucking mind. I did a a few days of uh, watching stuff and reading about it and stuff and it just blew my fucking mind. I can't even imagine what uh, if you're being bullied what it's like now with social media but I don't want to get into that. That's that's for my episode tomorrow which was supposed to be today but as I said I'm a dumb fuck. I deleted episode 3 so this is episode 3 redo please. If you see this on my list if you check out my stuff check it out because uh, it is a redo, but so that's what the next episode's gonna be is about bullying. Just so you guys get a heads up, and I just I'm really curious to see down the road what the what the consequences of this technology is gonna be on the younger generation. Are we gonna get stupider as time goes on, or is there gonna be maybe a plateau that we hit where? everything kind of balances out. I don't I don't know how to word it quite. I maybe balances things out and, you know, people start learning and stuff because, I mean, the internet, let's face it, you have a great... I've learned tons of shit from watching stuff on YouTube and on different platforms and stuff I would have never saw when I was younger. These were things that you had to go to a library, you had to read the whole book, and now you can, you know, learn so much more but I'm a visual learner. I like to learn by watching stuff. I was never a book learner. Like, I found that very hard. That I have to read a book, try to learn it, and write a paper on it or take a test. I was never good at that. But if you show me a video on the same thing, a couple hours, and a few videos, then I, I seem to pick it up better. And I'm sure I'm not the only one that's like that. And But so back when I was younger, you had to go, you know, either you had to go to school And have a teacher teach you, or you had to go to a library, or a lecture, or something like that. But never, as I said earlier, did we have the technology at our fingertips like we do. Where you can learn about anything you want. You name it, you fucking punch it into that computer, and you're going to find something on it. And it's going to get you down that path. And that's a good and bad thing to me i've the way i look at it i've always said that there's you know every side's got you know everything's got two sides to it the ying and the yang you know there's a good side and a dark side and i just think that you know we got to be careful what, what's going on and we got to really monitor and keep an eye on things that are going on with the younger people because i think as time goes on we are really going to see some of the the effects of this coming up. We already are with bullying and with uh, people just being vicious. This whole trolling thing where people just go on your channel to talk shit about you, all these keyboard warriors that know that'll never see you face-to-face, so they want to talk shit, they want to put you down. And all of this is going to come to a head someday. It's got to. And, you know, when I saw the stats on what's going on with younger people and how they're getting trolled and, and bullied online. It just blew my mind. And I'm really curious to see what, how technology is going to handle that. There's, I'm really curious to see where this goes as technology progresses. Cause I am scared to think of where we're going to be technology wise in say another five years. Even it, it's just so fast. It's so fast. I don't know how people keep up with technology. And I remember when cell phones were, you know, you had to wear a fucking shoulder bag. The battery was so big, it was like half a car battery, and it was like a shoulder bag. And the phone was like this big fucking thing that was hooked to the battery. And that's how the first cell phone, I remember. And then they kind of went to vehicles, and you had the big battery, and you had it in your car. And you had to be almost a fucking millionaire to even own one of these things. And then, you know, if anybody remembers from my generation, like the younger people, the older people out there, you remember seeing Saved by the Bell, that TV show? You remember that big white phone? that people would carry around that big white cell phone. That was like the first real handheld one. And for all the music fans out there, you can actually see this phone. If you go check out Molly crew, check out their home sweet home video, and you'll see the guy run out of the water and fucking hand Vince the fucking white phone. That's what the phone I'm talking about right there. And then, you know, over time they got a little smaller and, and then eventually they went to the flip phone. And back then, you know, it was that cost you a fortune to even own one because you paid by the minute and there was no texting at that point, at, uh, back at first, and it, there was rudimentary texting back as the phones got a little better, but for years people had to use a, you know, people were using pagers, I don't even know if people use pagers anymore unless you're a drug dealer, and I don't think they use them anymore, but I have saw that they still sell them, so there's got to be a market for them, I don't know fucking who's using them, but I remember when everybody I knew had pagers, that was the big cool fucking thing, like, look at me, dog, I got a fucking pager, it's like, well, who's calling you, well, nobody's calling me, well, what are they calling you for, if they do call, well, just, you know, tell me to call them, I never understood the pager thing, but I guess if you had a business that kind of made sense, drug dealer maybe, I don't know, but, that's what I remember from, and, uh, the addiction of these devices is, it's it's getting bad, like, I, I saw it firsthand. like I said, when I was over at the mall, I saw it with my own eyes and I see it when I'm saying, sitting in a parking lot and, uh, people will fucking walk by and they everybody's got a phone in their hand, they're all staring at their phone, nobody's looking up anymore, do you ever notice that? Like, I wonder how many people actually look up and look at the fucking sky anymore. Like, people, put your fucking phone down and actually, like, look at people in the eye when they talk to you. Have a conversation face-to-face. God fucking forbid you actually sit down, put your phone off, turn it off. You're not going to die if you don't get your messages for an hour, or however long you are with this person. And talk to them. Go have a coffee with them. Sit down with them and talk to them face-to-face, eye-to-eye. You'll be amazed. I think this is like a new thing to the young people. They don't understand it. And I know this because I hang around some of the young people that I tattoo. And, you know, you'll be sitting on uh, down with them and having a coffee with them. And where are they? they are all got their fucking heads in the phone. You know, and God forbid if one of their batteries dies on the phone. This is another weird fucking thing that I've seen. Like, oh, I'm talking to you people. You know, they'll be talking away, having a great time on their phone. And then they'll look at you with this look of panic in their eyes. They're like, oh, my God, dog. My phone's about to die. I've only got like four minutes or 4% left i gotta get home and i'm like why do you gotta get home i gotta charge my phone i'm like well you know just shut your phone off and hang out for a little longer and when you get home you can charge it and they don't they fucking run they panic they actually you see panic in their eyes and i don't care what people say they'll say oh no that's not true bullshit people get so fucking upset when their phone dies on them and they gotta go home and charge it their phone totally dies they're lost they're lost and it's and i've had a few people sit around they're like oh yeah i'll put my phone down i don't need my phone right now and you can just see them while they're talking they're 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 fidgety they're twitching they're trying to pick up their phone hoping i don't know that you know a lightning bolt of god came down and charged it up for them and they just they end up leaving real quick they gotta go home and charge their phone or they pull out this little fucking box and they got a charger in their pocket for their cell phone so not only are you carrying around a cell phone, now you're carrying around a cell phone charger that you don't need to plug in the wall. You're just like, Damn, I can charge my phone and plug that fucker in. And I, uh, I remember over Christmas, I got, uh, a few Christmas ago, people bought me those and I was like, I refuse to use these fucking things. Unless I'm in a survival situation and I got to grab it because the fucking world's going to hell in a handbasket or the world's ending. I, like, I, I admit, I keep them charged. They're, uh, they're in the drawer ready to go in case there's an emergency where you're going to need a cell phone, or hope that you need a cell phone, but in my views, if you to the point where you can't plug your phone in to charge it, you got a lot more problems than you're fucking using your cell phone. I don't think even if you call for help, it's coming. But, like I said, people are carrying these around now, and they're always on, their, they got their headphones on, and I just, this technology thing, I, I, like I said, I get it. I get the technology thing. I just don't I can't see good things, a lot of good things coming out of it down the road. There's got, there's got to be some ramifications to what's going on and what's going on with people in this uh, technology. And I, like I said, I, I don't find people are getting smarter from it. At least the people I've met, I mean, I can't find anybody to help me with this podcast because nobody knows what they're fucking doing. Nobody can show me. I'm going to have to actually, I think, physically go down to a computer store talk to a technician and say, who do you know, or can you, or someone, I'm going to pay somebody to come and help me and teach me and set all this up for me, so, and teach me how to use it, because the people I hang around and the other people I've met, they do not fucking know, so if there's anybody listening to this that knows anybody, or they know how to set it up, or the technical side of it, and can at least help me set up for my podcast, a more professional sounding, uh, at least a little more professional, I don't want to go too crazy, but I want to make it somewhat enjoyable for you guys, I'm hoping that the conversation keeps your interest, and you'll listen until I figure shit out, like I said, I down, I deleted my last episode, because that's how fucking smart I am with this technology, so it's a miracle that I even get an episode actually posted up there, and if I do, then I got a 50-50 chance I'm going to delete the fucking thing, apparently, but, you no, know, there we go, speak of the devil, Fucking phone going off already. And of course, nobody texts while you're on the fucking... uh, When you're sitting around. But as soon as you're doing something like a podcast, people decide to text you. So, that's what I was... uh, Basically, that was the gist of what uh, episode three was about. And I think the moral of that whole podcast was... People, put your fucking phones down. You don't need to be on your phones fucking 24-7. You're not going to die if you're not on your phone. You know instead of walking down the phone with your loved one or your girlfriend and shit, and you're fucking holding in your phone, maybe put the phone in your pocket or your purse and hold their fucking hand. God forbid, like a little human contact, little fucking human eye to eye, which the world is sadly missing. I'm telling you, it is. And it's an amazing feeling when you can sit down. It's a weird feeling too. Like you can see people when they're not used to talking to you face to face, eye to eye, they're uncomfortable. You can see it. They're not, people are so out of shape with human contact that it's uncomfortable for them, which is just the weirdest thing to me, because I've always been a person that likes to go and visit and talk face to face. I've never been one of these people that are into the fucking uh, texting and that, because when you get a text from somebody and everybody's guilty of this, don't tell me I'm the only one, but somebody will, you'll ask somebody a question or say a comment, they'll text you back and you'll read it and you'll think they're mad at you or they're pissed off at you, don't fucking tell me that you've never had that happen, and then meanwhile, how the hell can you tell if they're fucking mad or pissed off at you, by like a three sentence, or a three word reply, but you do, because it's not the reply you thought they were going to give, they didn't say the words you wanted, and so they say a word, or they'll just give you a one word answer, and right away you go from talking to them, to they're pissed off at you, or mad at you, because you know why people, You're not fucking standing in front of them. Or you're not at least on the phone listening to their voice. If you're not going to go see people face to face. At least fucking phone them. Which I've been doing a lot of lately. I'm trying to get rid of the texting. I'm actually going so far as I go on my messenger. And I video chat people now. Which freaks people the fuck out. Because next thing you know they got to get on video with me and talk to me. So they're checking their hair and shit. Oh fuck man. You know I'm not ready for this. But that's what I've, I've had to do that for myself. I can't. I look too deep into these fucking one word messages I get from people in these little sentences that I just, I think everything, I think the worst of everything, and I gotta stop that, and that's how I'm dealing with it. You wanna talk to me, fucking phone me, or give me a video chat, I'll talk to you. If it's an emergency, of course you can text me if there's no other way. I'm not saying I'm never gonna take a text, but texting all the time is not gonna happen with me anymore. Actually, when I go outside now, I fucking put my phone down, I look around. I look at nature. I look at the sky. I don't know how many people probably haven't seen the sky in fucking five years. You know, looking up at the sky, seeing all the stripes up there that they're fucking chemtrailing us or geoengineering us to fucking death, which is going to be another episode, by the way. Because I got so many goddamn pictures of me and my brother that we've been taking over the last couple years that if you're telling me that they're not fucking spraying something up there, then I my eyes are deceiving me. Because I got pictures of straight lines, horizon to horizon next to each other just fucking one after the other right side by side and that is not natural when i was growing up there was no straight lines horizon to horizon planes left a little contrail you know a little contrail those fucking when you remember when you were a kid and you look up and you saw like a plane leaving a contrail that fucking jet would be it was jets that did it and they were so high up there you could barely see the jet it'd be like a little white silver dot it was so high up there, and there'd be like a little trail. Now they're telling you these low planes are leaving a fucking uh, con trail from horizon to horizon that blooms out and lasts fucking eight hours, or all day. Well, bullshit, man. I remember when clouds were clouds and fucking chemtrails were chemtrails, and that's going to be another episode that's coming up this week, probably. Because that one, that's going to be a fucking rant. I'm just telling everybody I will be going nuclear on that one. And if you don't know what going nuclear is, I had an episode three, I went nuclear. If you heard it, you know what I'm talking about. I'm going to have a little probably once in a while go nuclear because I get passionate about things, which I'm almost starting to do right now about these chemtrails and that, but I'm going to bring it back down. That's another episode. And that's basically what episode three was about. It was just basically about technology and then put your fucking phone down and start talking to people. And God, please... This is another thing. Now I'm glad I remembered this because this was another big part and my episodes, I only got a few more minutes for my episode today. God, time flies when I'm talking to my friends. But this was another thing. That same day that I was at the mall and saw this, me and my, the person that was uh, driving, I was sitting there and we almost got fucking ran into a ditch. Like actually pushed into a ditch. And I remember while it was happening that I look over, and the person that was fucking swerving into us was on their cell phone. God is my witness. They were fucking on their cell phone, not looking at the road at all, and pushing us over into the ditch, like into the, I shouldn't say the ditch, the incoming traffic, like coming on, because they were beside us, they were pushing us, like we would have to go into the oncoming traffic, and we would have kept going, and my ride didn't slam the brakes on, let this fucking moron. Swerve right in front of us and fucking almost into the oncoming traffic before they corrected themselves because they were on their fucking cell phone. And I'm telling I cannot understand that. How the fuck can you even think about going on your cell phone or looking at text messages and shit like that when you're driving a fucking motor vehicle with cars all around you, pedestrians? What is that important? There's nothing that important that you can be driving with a fucking cell phone and looking at it. And I'm, like I said, I've seen that many times. I've had that happen many times when I'm in the vehicle with somebody. You'll see that red, at every fucking chance. Just look over while you're driving. Look over at the people around you and you're going to see they're all on their cell phones. At a red light, oh my God, it's cell phone fest. Everybody's like, holy shit, red a red light, red a stop sign. Everybody check their phone. And I can't drive because of my disability, but I can promise you people, if I fucking drove, the last thing I would do Is be driving and looking at my cell phone I would be like my friend. I have a friend who gets in the car. Sits down and he turns his fucking cell phone off. He's like there's nothing that's going to happen on that cell phone. I can't wait till I get to where I'm going. Then I'll check it. And if worse comes to worse. And you're waiting on something that could be important or emergency. At least have the decency to pull the fucking car over and look. And then you got these other people like. Well I I don't have the cell phone in my hand. I have it mounted on my dashboard. You know so I'm not actually hands on. No, you're not hands-on, but you're standing there like a fucking momo staring at the fucking screen while you're driving. I know, because I see videos of people that are like, well, you know, and they're sitting there driving. They're not looking at the fucking road. They're glancing at it every fucking couple seconds. But they're too busy trying to be all fucking GQ and shit, fucking looking at the screen of their phone. You're not telling me that that's fucking driving safely. Fuck you if you think that's driving safely and if you drive around you got a cell phone in your hand and you're texting people and fucking sending attachments and shit while the vehicle is you're driving and you're moving now if you're a passenger you can do all that shit i get it you know i mean sometimes if you're on a long drive or something yeah i get being on your cell phone i get it mind you i would personally have the phone down like i do and talk to the person driving but hey everybody floats their boat to a fucking different tide you know but if you're an actual person driving a motor vehicle and you're fucking actually driving and you're on your cell phone and you're fucking driving and trying to text and fucking talk to people and one of these fucking idiots that say, I can do both, fuck you. Because that person that probably almost drove me and my ride into the fucking oncoming traffic would probably have said the same shit. And it's happened a few times. It's happened more than a few times where people have fucking almost like, I've seen, a, um, last summer I saw a lady that was crossing at a uh, uh, crosswalk. And her little sign there said walk. Like it was, she had the right away, And this fucking car blazed right fucking by her. And uh, almost hit her. You know, and then when the lucky god, I remember seeing that there was a cop there, pulled him over and the lady was on the cell phone. So that shit's got to stop. It's just got to stop. Oh, heard the sexy wife come in. <laughs> but I did manage to get this podcast almost done. So that's awesome. But that was this thing I wanted to talk about today. With my whole high tech device. So. that is basically the end of this one. I know it was a little bit of a rant. uh, Because I'm pissed off that I deleted episode 3. Like a fucking idiot. Don't really know how I did it. Well I do know how I did it. But I don't know why that happened. Because I never did actually uh, set it up to happen that way. But we redid it today. We can call this one episode 3 redo. Give you guys something new to listen to. We actually talked about a few other different things. That were going on couple of my concerns and it was a it was a to me this was a good episode didn't have the sound effects like I wanted to all through it but I'd actually figure that part out so I can make it a little more entertaining as the episodes go along uh, please stick with me anyone that listens to this and I'm begging you please please tell your friends about this podcast I want to get people involved in this I want to hear from you people I want to do interviews I really do but I need to get the people behind me. And I'm going to be leaving a post on my Instagram page, a little video that my wife filmed for me uh, promoting this podcast. So hopefully that's going to get some more viewers. And then these viewers can tell other people if they enjoy what they're hearing and we can make a good uh, podcast out of this one that involves you people. I want this to be interactive where I'm we're passing ideas back and forth. We're talking about things that are concerning people and that's what I'm hoping to do. So please, I just ask that you tell people Every episode, I seem to get a few more listeners. So, I mean, eventually, it's going to build up. It's going to build up, and I'm going to get enough followers that I can uh, actually, we can have a good, meaningful conversation is what I'm looking forward to. And the moral of, like I said, this story, the, the moral of this podcast, put your fucking cell phone down while you're driving and put it down while you're sitting with people talking. God forbid you sat down and talked to people, looked up at the sky, looked around in nature, looked around what was going on around you. You don't always have to have this device in your hand. You will not die if the cell phone is turned off and put in your pocket or your purse. You won't die. I'm, I'm pretty sure I can guarantee that. Okay. My wife just yelled out she would die. Which she probably, she says that, but she's not on her cell phone that much. On her tablet when she gets home from work, you can't pry it out of her fucking hand. But she, you know, at least she goes to work all day. Then she comes home, she plays a stupid fucking game the lap that she plays and you know it, it's a way of, like i said i totally get why people have to t- uh, play some games for a little while they gotta you know decompress after a day i get that there is a like i said there is a good point to technology there's a good point to these phones there's a good point to these tablets but there's also a bad point and there's a point to where you, you got to draw the line somewhere and I don't think that people are realizing that down the road there's gonna be some consequences to this. And I and I have a few friends that have young kids too. This is before I wrap this podcast up. This was another thing that I kind of touched on on episode three, and I'm noticing this trend with. I see all these young kids now too, and and the parents they're giving these devices to very very young kids two three years old i mean i saw a two-year-old that could work a fucking tablet better than i can and that's a god's truth they could work a tablet better than i could and they were two years old and you see the three years old and five years old and i mean i just that totally blows my fucking mind and to me what it looks like is that it's a very easy way to to put your kid on the back burner And, you know, people can get mad at me for fucking saying that, but I'm sorry, the truth fucking hurts. Because that's true. I see parents handing their kids these electrical devices, these tablets and these phones, and you don't hear, you know, they give that to the kid, and as long as the phone, the tablet don't die out. Because if the, you know, the phone or the tablet runs out of juice and the battery dies, I've seen the kids have a fucking meltdown. They go completely meltdown, they go nuclear For real, like they, you know, but as long as that tablet is charging and it's got the charge and they can watch their, play their games and all that, the parents are more than happy to throw these devices into these kids' hands and let the tablet and this device do the babysitting instead of actually sitting around. And, you know, what did our parents do when we were younger? You know, they would read you a fucking story. They would sit down and they would play with you and they would do art projects with you. At least my mom did. That's what I can say. My mom would read me a story at night when I was younger. She would uh do have projects to do painting projects with her uh stuff like that little craft projects and god forbid you know kids go out in this day and age and fucking play outside like that's what we lived for when we were kids that's all we did from the time we got up you know we go to school and then we wanted to be outside from the time we got home from school you'd have to go home your parents would have to throw a fucking dinner down your throat because you thought you were missing something and you went outside and you played with your friends you didn't go home and sit your ass on a computer and not interact with anybody socially face-to-face or do things together. You actually uh, went outside and played with people. And I'd hate to see what a recess at school looks like now, if they even have that anymore. I'd hate to see it. There's probably all these kids just sitting around fucking not talking and sitting on their cell phones giggling at each other as they text each other right next to each other like dumb fucks but I, like, you know, God forbid in this day and age, like, I mean, I remember a couple summers ago, me and my wife were sitting on the couch and we heard kids outside playing. And it was like a strange sound that we heard. They were giggling and shit and they were playing. And I look out the window and they were kicking a ball around. And I remember the first thing I said to my wife, I turned and looked at her, I said, Oh my God, the internet must be down. Come to find out, the internet at that point was down. Actually, they had to do repairs in the complex I live in, and the internet was down. That was the only reason these kids were outside fucking on their bikes and playing ball and playing. But it was a strange... How bad? How sad is that when it's a strange sound in your life is to hear kids giggling and playing and having a good time? Like, how strange is that? That, that was a common sound when I was growing up, when I was a kid. We go and fucking play road hockey. We be playing soccer. We be playing touch tag, ball tag, fucking baseball, football. Going in a, in their conservation area where I lived and like camping overnight in the woods and doing shit with other people that builds that bond. That's why there's no bond with people anymore. People are wondering what's going on with society. Why is nobody getting along? Why is nobody bonded any bonding anymore? Why is nobody loyal? I'll fucking tell you why they're not loyal because how can you be loyal when you're sitting on a fucking tablet or uh, texting people and not getting to know them personally I mean one-on-one in the flesh you can't get to know anybody just by texting them and sending fucking uh, you know messages back and forth people need that human bonding interaction it's part of who we are we've done it for thousands and hundreds of thousands of years that's what we've done and then all of a sudden we've almost eliminated that or drastically reduced it with this modern technology and i'm telling you there's gonna be fuck don't you let me tell you you, you guys want to look back and say damn, that crip rick was an idiot but at least he had some good points because you're gonna see there's gonna be side effects we're already seeing the side effects of this technology on people and i think it's only gonna get worse as technology gets better and I can see, you know, they're making the goggles like over the fucking eyes now. And then you're going to be in a 3D world or a ultra, uh, uh, reality world where, you know, God, I that movie that I saw, I can't remember the name of it. But where everybody had like robots and they were like at home plugged into the system and they were walking around and living as these robots. You guys know the movie I'm talking about. Come on, help me, people. And that movie scared the shit out of me. I was like, oh, my God, we are not far away from that. That is what they're striving for and that is scary shit man to like i mean i can understand if you're paralyzed from the neck down you have something that you know you can't walk in that yeah okay I, there is a like i said there's good and there's bad i get it but you're not going to use it just for that everybody's going to want one of these fucking things we are going to be walking around looking all fucking GQ and shit fucking you know looking fucking all stud like and shit walking around with these fucking bots and nothing's gonna then nothing's gonna be real i mean sex ain't gonna be real fucking ain't gonna be real uh, interaction ain't gonna be real and that's where we're headed that's what they're striving for everything i've seen they want to fucking start start taking people and downloading them into computers their consciousness and shit no there's not gonna be no side effects to that there's not gonna be any downfall of that holy fuck man can we, sometimes I just scream at the top of my lungs, can we not go back to when, it was, when I was younger, when it was simpler? I couldn't even imagine being a younger person now with all this the noise and distraction around you. It must drive people crazy. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. But, like I said, this podcast is ending now. I gotta, you know, I'm, my time's running out and I'm glad I got to redo this episode. I wasn't gonna do it. I was gonna go right to four and I thought, no, I'm not taking any shortcuts. I'm gonna redo episode three. We actually talked about a few other different things, so this is like a whole new podcast, but it's great. And I'm looking forward to seeing you as tomorrow while talking to you is tomorrow. Like I said, tomorrow's episode is gonna be about bullying and modern technology and what I saw, what I've learned so far, and the amount of research I've done, and I think you're gonna be wanna hear this. It's quite shocking what's going on with online and cyberbullying and stuff. It it really opened my eyes. So I think that's gonna be a podcast you wanna hear. So I want to thank everybody for taking time another day to listen to this podcast. I want to thank everybody for coming in and hearing my thoughts. And I, as I always say at the end of every episode, I want everybody welcome here. This is a safe place where I want people to come. This is my crypt here. This is my cemetery. This is where all the fear and lies and deceit in the world dies. And truth and honesty and being good to each other is born. And that's what this place is. So please tell your friends about this podcast. Spread the word. Let's get some viewers on here. You know how to contact me if you have any comments or questions about the show. I will address them in another episode if you do. Everybody take care. Have a great day or evening wherever you are. And I will see you tomorrow. And we're going to be discussing bullying. Have a great evening, people. I love you all. And i want to looking forward to talking to you tomorrow. Take care.